Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper Handlebars and Controls. I'm Don Maeda, joined in the office by Chase Curtis, our regular co-host, Alex Ray of this So Good Bike Kawasaki Racing Team. Oh, yeah. And uh, our man on the scene, Michael Antonovich, on the phone. So, guys, it was a hell of a weekend, I think, for all of us, right? I mean, it, yeah. Anyway, you got the closest to the elusive $100 points. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, I should have I should have scored points this weekend. I think I would have uh, in the second moto had I not had that tip over. But, I mean, hey, it's whatever. I finished both motos. Like, I'll, I'll take that. I mean, it's pretty much like the first weekend I actually got to race. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, hey, and, and I'll take it. Were you on a 21KX now? Did did Jason go buy you a new yeah. bike? Yeah, I was, on a, I was on a fresh, brand new bike. So let me ask you this: Did you run the stock? Everything uh, was stock. The the cone spring clutch. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, and you like that? Love it. And it held up to the abuse of A Ray's <laughs> left hand. Yep. Oh, Don, he didn't tell you about his break-in routine. <laughs> what was the break-in? Dude, routine? first time I rode the bike was first practice, wide open. Really? Yeah. No wow. break. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't warm it up or anything? I mean, yeah. I mean, I rode it from the track to the or from <laughs> the cycle from the yeah. the truck to the track yeah that's that warmed her up and then next thing you know wide clyde qualifying bro. <laughs> that new uphill triple oh yeah just sand rollers just breaking oil yeah nah nice. we're good you know on the so, i mean that's the full that's the full a-ray seal of approval right there yeah, yeah. It, it held up to that break-in so on the opposite end of that spectrum anton when you bought your yz250 did you like do the full by the book break-in like Buy the book. Buy the book. I took it to my dad's house. Took it to my dad's house. I had a a stopwatch on and everything, so I didn't. (laughs) Oh my god! And then, well, because I own this one. This is the first bike I've ever personally owned. That like, you know, the magazine didn't get lent to, or my dad didn't buy me when I was fifteen. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, we're gonna do this bad boy by the book. (laughs) And then when it was time for the full gear, like fifth gear, hey, really set that bad bitch in. I took it down on the gravel roads out in front of the house and just held it wide open. So, yeah, <laughs> we did what we had to do. So, oh so it wasn't like the break-in routine wasn't right or like you stole it? No, it was not like when I went to Star West that one time and didn't let that YZ250 warm up either and just went out there and sent it with no warm-up. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, anyway, had a good weekend. You got close. Were you, were you motivated by the Swap Mobile Life bonus plan in front of you? Like because that seemed honestly, to work in Salt Lake. Honestly, no. I was more worried about the freaking Pulpimex fantasy guys. Oh, they, yeah. they get all pissed they when they they get them? all pissed, bro. And <laughs> I knew I had a high handicap this weekend, so I was like, shit, I gotta do something. But <laughs> like first moto, first moto, I got a bad start. I I picked the wrong gate. I was too far inside, I think, and uh, I just got swallowed up over there. But uh, second moto had a little bit better start and then crashed at the top of Mount Martin. So got through both motos. It was a it was an all right day. Like I felt 
pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, need to find a little bit more speed, obviously. But uh, I think if I start up there with the guys and in the mix, I think I can I can run that pace. I mean, you got 21st in the first world, right? Yeah. Justin Heft got 20th. Mm-hmm. He's a part-timer, dude. I know. Hey, he's like a Mexico champion or something. Rainy. Bro, he's fast. Oh, I know he's fast. He's fast, yeah. You got like a part-timer come in and take your point. Well, shit, dude. I'm pretty much a part-timer. This is the first freaking race <laughs> yeah, I've gotten to race. What Hef the fuck do you mean? has more laps on the track than <laughs> Yeah, he's got, more, he's got more laps than I do for sure. Oh. You know? Jeez. What, 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 what fucking round is this? Like round six? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is what? Round the one. first weekend I've made it through? <laughs> no problems? Yeah, no problems at all. Like None. Zero. Zilch. <laughs> Boom. Except the tip over. Except for the well, tip you were over. happy with the way you rode after that. Yeah, yeah. I felt as, I mean, you know, couldn't really do much. I mean, I was I was pretty far back. Uh, I made it back to 26, but um, once I got up, like, the leaders, it seemed like we're already freaking, you know, I had to walk all the way up the damn hill. I slid down the half the, halfway down the thing on my belly. <laughs> you know, by the time I got up, it was maybe like four or five laps, and I started getting lapped. So it was sort of kind of shitty, but, I mean, hey, we got through it. That's yeah. all good. Building blocks, baby steps. Yeah, right? exactly, baby steps. Like I'll take it at this at this point. Like the way the year's been going, like I'll I'll take it. I don't mm-hmm. care if I didn't, I didn't score points this weekend. Like, just get me through the freaking race. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Hey, so after the first moto, were you like, okay, today's going smooth? Were you yeah. starting to get worried? Were you like oh, a little bit? Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, something's good about the front. <laughs> and then when you crashed, were you like, all right, oh, here, here it is. is, here it is. <laughs> yep, there it went. Hey, you didn't get hurt though. Yeah, exactly. You know, it could have been a lot worse. We lost a couple guys, um, obviously, this weekend. We lost Dino, which, mm-hmm. I mean, he's had that nagging knee um, for for a little bit now. And then uh, Henry Miller dislocated his wrist. Um, mm-hmm. He swapped out in practice. That was a big one. It was huge. It was a big, bad one. Yeah. There was a lot of people going down right there, right after the start. Mm-hmm. You hit that right-hander, and then it was pretty choppy through there um, in practice. And, dude, they just started swapping out, bro. People were eating shit left and right right there. So I heard that the track developed differently because of the time of year. It wasn't maybe as hot. Was it different than a, a Millville you've ridden in the past? Oh, yeah, 100%. It was like Glen Helen on a Tuesday. It's such a hard base, Ooh. choppy. Like, I don't know, like you do those sand rollers, and then at the end, the freaking base on the inside was so hard. Like, I don't know. It was it was way different. To me, I felt like it should have been a lot deeper. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with the year. I mean, the time of year, but... Well, the weather was cool, right? Yeah, the weather was cool. You would have thought it would have been muddy, but they didn't rip it at all. Mm-hmm. They didn't rip the track. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing they ripped, I think, was a start. Yeah. Everything else was just dozer tracked. So, uh, yeah, because he and I actually talked about that before you went out for qualifying. I'm like, hey, it, it's pretty smooth out there. Like, it looks pretty fast. It didn't... Wrong it tire didn't choice. Seem even, yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem as gnarly as it was in years past. But, like, we've had cold ones there before, just not that cold. But... I mean, yeah, it, they, it seemed like even after the practices were over, they were trying to get on top of it with watering and everything, too, because they put a lot of water down between motos. Do you think it's uh, – I think I heard someone say it's they're trying to cut cost, like on like gas. Uh, and, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I mean, maybe. It just – it was way different than I think. I, it was still brutal. Like, think about how gnarly some of those sections would have got if they wouldn't have – if they would have ripped them even deeper, like especially that hill. Yeah. You know. And then and then maybe too, like maybe, you know, Martin Papa Martin was like, Hey, I'm not gonna till it deep. We can 
keep up with them Yamahas today if we got a hard day. Totally. You know what I mean? Hey, you never know. They might have been having some strategies up there on Mount Martin. But yeah. it, it didn't work. <laughs> so the, the hard packed areas, the slick areas, right? Yeah. I was just at Nick Way's house, mm-hmm. and he showed me a video of Cameron McAdoo eating shit. Yeah. And he said it was because he went wide open and hit the slick spot and pushed. Yeah. But, dude, so gnarly how he just impaled himself, stomach on the on the handlebar. Yeah, I guess he was just puking everywhere. To yeah. yeah. He looked like uh, Don on Saturday night. Oh. <laughs> Talk about that later. <laughs> but, yeah, he uh, – yeah, I guess he was throwing up in his helmet before mm-hmm. he pulled in. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Yeah. yeah. But he's okay. He rode his roadie this morning. Yeah, he's pretty gnarly. He's got black eye here. Ugh. Tough. Yeah, tough guy. Black eye. Tickle. Does Tickle have a black eye too? Oh, uh, Tickle's bro. got a whole black, black face, face, bro. Yeah. Dude, Dude, Tickle walked off the track like he was walking through the pit area by me, and he looked up, and it looked like someone drove like a YZ450 across his forehead. Oh, yes. God. Yeah, his whole forehead was bruised. Oh. Whole forehead was bruised. They said but no concussion though? No, I don't wow. think so. No, it just knocked the wind out of him. His crossbar was bent on his handlebars oh. from his ribs, dude. Oh. He freaking dug in there. He I think he just got the wind knocked out of him and stuff, you know, he just took a header. Did he uh well, how did he were there ruts really deep on the face of that triple, or what did he no, do? No, like th- they they prepped the f- the fucking faces of the jumps every race. Like the thing was brand new every single time we were on the track. Huh? Yeah. Hey, how was- hard was that thing, A Ray? Because I even saw Tomac like Tomac and AC shorted it a couple times. Too, yeah, like- I mean it was it was tough. Like I mean you had to give her the beans over it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I mean I I mean I made it over it. My bike stock. I mean I don't know. Like it wasn't super hard, but at the same time, like, if I was on a 250F, I'd have been pissed. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you just have to downside that, that first triple. Like, you got to land on the downside and just pretty much hold your bike wide open. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Not really. Yeah, but other than that, dude, the track, dude, I'm telling you, it was not deep. The track was not deep. It was, in practice, it was a freeway. First practice, I'm like, fuck, dude. If I have to ride this fast all day, I don't want. I don't want to go this fast, cause, dude, like, I mean, we're fucking, wah, like, wide open all the way around the track, cause yeah. there's no bumps, nothing. It was a speedway. Were you wearing your, uh, your chest protector this weekend, cause it was so fast? Yes. Yeah. I was. I was wearing an under protector this weekend. Mm. Um, just because like the roots kind of hurt at the the far end. There was like a couple rocks and shit. Yeah. Anton, did you get a picture of A Ray flipping off the camera this week? I did not. No. I did not. He was all Shit. smiles. I got. I saw A Ray uh, high five in the fans before the start of 450 Moto One. Yeah. See, I was, dude. I was fan. It was all good moods. I was all good. Good, all good moods vibes. this weekend. Good vibes. So, dude, this Chick Fil A's got my stomach fucked. <laughs> they, Anton. I just brought food and I said, "Text me your order." He ate a spicy chicken combo with large fries and a 42 piece. No. What was a 12 piece? Oh, dude, God. now you're starting on the podcast. Bro, I, dude, it's ruining me. I don't know, bro. Oh, good thing Bob doesn't sponsor this now. <sighs> so, Twan, what was uh, what was it like watching there with the track being so different? Like, was it uh, more difficult to get good photos because there weren't big gnarly ruts? No, it was badass. I felt like a life-touch like, school photographer because of that background. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the flowers and everything, or all the, the leaves changing. It was awesome. Um candid 
Yeah, that's an awesome, that's a great track. I think that's that really is one of the best tracks in the country. Uh, I would love to see that track get the motocross of nations just because that is is one of the best ones that's in, in the United States. And it'd be a good thing because the sand would play into the Europeans' favor and the elevation and all that. Uh, but it was awesome. I had a great time shooting. It was fun to watch that J-Mart uh, Ferrandis battle was all time in the yeah. last yeah, 250 same. moto. Yeah. Because you could hear fun. as they went in to get like the two lap card and the white flag, like anticipation built. Jeremy started reeling them in. They hit the white flag, came back from the sand rollers, and then up the Chattapult. And you could hear that whole valley at Millville just freak out and start cheering because he's right on Dylan. Mm. And so you could hear them like cheering as they went up the hill, back down the hill, through all those chicanes and the hairpins. And for them to come down that last turn, I was standing right there by the Lucas Oil sign by the finish line. And as soon as they went over the finish line, I, like I got that last photo, like I was cheering because that was a badass race. That's the stuff you always want to see. Mm-hmm. And I think for Jeremy too, I even asked him, "And how was your weekend?" I'm like, "Hey, you're on Dylan's level now. Like earlier this year, he had you like in speed and in fitness and everything, but but J Mart's there, and he certainly proved that in that moto." Mm. Um. <clears throat> It was really, really close on TV. Did they do, because I know you watch afterwards, did they do a good job of making it look as close as it was? Because sometimes stuff's different on television. Yeah, it, it was good. Uh, the best clip is Tom Jurnett's, though. Like, Tom's thing, because you can hear the crowd, and all you just hear is the bikes and everything. Like, yeah. Tom's clip on his social media, that's badass. Like, that is that is the last lap perfectly shown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how, was, uh, how was Dylan afterwards? Super happy, cool. got the points lead yeah. back with a one-one. Yeah, and they—you could tell on the podium too that they were both trying to figure out, like, hey, was that for the points lead or not? Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan knew that he needed to get that, even dating back to Redbud. He's like, I have to do well at Spring Creek because that's Jeremy's track, and Alex is going to be strong there too. So this was a big statement one for him. Uh, he took that whole break off. He told me that he didn't ride between Redbud and, and Millville at all just to give his shoulder some rest it still sounds like it might be a little tender and a little sore but for the most part like he's ready to go for these last few yeah we seen him at state fair uh, i think thursday we seen him at third we seen him thursday i was like hey like you know you guys doing sprints you guys doing motos what are you guys doing today because i was just curious i was talking to dv he says no 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 we chill we just chill we chew it. Was he, he was just there hanging out or he's riding? No, I mean, all? he was riding. He was riding a little bit, but yeah. they weren't doing anything like anything ah. hard. They were just riding, you know. They were just like sort of there riding, having fun, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. I says, because I was sort of wanting to inside scoop. I was like, hey, like, let me do some sprints with you guys, you know, yeah. like whatever. He's like, no, no, we just chewing. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty big statement, though, to beat your biggest rival at his home track. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he just grabbed that thing and whipped it over his shoulder, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head back to the truck." <laughs> yeah, dude. So, and credit to the fans at Minnesota too, because like it's Jeremy. I mean, it's the homeboy. They cheered Dylan when he went out for a sighting lap in 250 Moto One. They cheered for him when he was on the podium, and they could hear the like broadcast through. Like the Millville fans were badass, super respectful. Yeah, that's because good. That was an awesome. They race. Are. Yeah, that was like, and that was really cool too. You could tell that. Jeremy and Dylan both really appreciated that battle because it was straight up. I mean, there was no dirty moves. There was no sketchiness. That was pure racing between the two of them. And then when one guy was going up the podium and the other guy was going down, they high-fived each other. Like, that's awesome. It's intense. Like, this thing's going to come down to the wire, but it's not going to be sketchy. It's going to be heads-up racing. Well, that that's rad and good to hear because, like, even last week when we were talking about 
even on social media you see the comments and there's big Frandis fans outdoors and there's not that horrible booing yeah, Frandis and yeah. go home and all that nonsense. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, but but dude, credit to like like Anton was saying, credit to the freaking Minnesota fans, bro. Like there's some gnarly diehard fans out there. Yeah. Like I think there's some A Ray fans out there too because I swear every single lap there was like three spots around the whole track. Like these fans were just yelling at me. Yeah. What they I couldn't even hear my bike. They're like, oh, go, go. I'm like, shit, dude. Like, I'm in last place, and they're just screaming at me. I'm like, dang, bro. That's pretty badass. They were, they, were they pointing at Hef saying, 100 bucks? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. What's the point? I don't know, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, right before the finish line, that, that left-handed turn, like, I'm sort of, like, coasting around it, you know, because, like, I'm trying to find the ruck because I was struggling a little bit in that turn. And they're just, like, yelling at me. I'm like, shit, I'm trying. Like, fuck. <laughs> you know? But, dude, the, dude, the freaking fans there are awesome. Mm-hmm. Who's the whoop monster? He was there, like, every lap, it looked like. He was just standing Dude, he's been there oh, for years. Mean, years. Yeah, he's yeah, an icon. Who bro. is he, though? Does anyone he's know? He's just some local. Yeah, he's just he's local. Just some local. They just let him out on the yeah. track. I'm pissed he just has the bell. He used to have yeah. the fucking chainsaw, didn't he? I think he did, right? Uh, he had this year. He had a uh, like a cordless impact gun, uh, air fitted <laughs> out to be like a, an air horn, mm-hmm. and then he had like the big bell, and then he had something else. No, he had a chainsaw. It oh, he had did? the big. It just didn't have a bar on it. It had uh, a big megaphone. Uh, Root Monster is badass. Like, and that's the other cool thing about Millville. Like, it has a character to it. It's yeah. cool. Like that was dude. Saturday was one of the most fun days I've had at the track all year. Same. And and Avery, I think that you'll agree with this too. Like. The fans that are at these races and the things that we're seeing this summer, like everybody's super appreciative of it. The people that are turning out to buy tickets for these last few, dude, these are diehard fans. These are the people that live and die moto. And dude, I get stopped walking around the track. Like I have people cheering Anton and shit. And that's, that's awesome. Cause I'm just some goofball, you know, like that yeah. it's people that are super into moto. They see those white pasty legs and they're like, Oh, that's Anton. Oh, no, it's gotta be him. <laughs> it was full jeans this weekend. It's that or the, the kid and play haircut. Did uh, yeah. did 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 you have like on a scarf or one of those fancy sweaters with a high neck? No, I had a hoodie on. But do you remember how cold it was at one of the um, the Salt Lake City mud races? Like mm, really yeah. cold that one night. I don't yeah. remember because so, that was banned, and I was in the condo. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember because yeah. I was in there. I freaking ate shit. <laughs> yeah, it was freezing. Mm. So they put us in this like locker room and. I don't know who it was in our room, but they found this, like, case of hot hands, like, the, the warm-up packets. Mm. So I took, like, a handful of them with me. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to use these somewhere. So I, I put those underneath my shirt because it was cold on Saturday morning. It was, like, 37 degrees. Yeah, it was cold. Ooh. Shit. Yeah, like, i seen some photos that Harraft has on his phone. Like, he's going over a jump, and he's, like, breathing, and you can see it, like, coming out of his helmet. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's sick. Yeah, the brick, dude. Dang. He had that section... Over there, like after the start, you go down yeah. and those two tabletops. Yeah, bro. In practice, I was wa- I was watching their Just practice, cranking it, cranking it dude. dude. Like the first one, scrub. Second one, dragging his foot, bro. Ooh. It stayed so low, and then his big ass just fucking manualing through yeah. those rollers. Oh my god, it was like that whole section was so sick poetry to watch. in motion. Watching that dude oh. ride over through those freaking rollers. Oh, and he probably threw the bike opposite ways over both tables. Too. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's a freaking yep. style kitty. Style kitty. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> how is our guy Harraf doing? Uh, he he struggled a little bit this weekend. I mean, he just he didn't he didn't have the umph off the start. I mean, he had the jump, but I think he just got ate up. Mm. You know, I mean, he did good in qualifying. 
He did good. Yeah, he was P5 in qualifying, you know. And, dude, I'm telling you, he's a podium guy. But I think that just the top 10, all those guys, is this, like from, I swear, from 3 to 10, they're all the same damn speed. Mm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what that's sort of like what I, uh, I feel like. And, like, if he doesn't start up there, it's hard for him to work his way up, you know, because all of those guys are so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, if he can get off the gate, he can stay up there 100%. I think he had a tip over in the second moto, um, had a crash or something like that. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, he's, I mean, I think he's a solid guy, you know. And for someone who is unsure of what he's got next year, like, it's like gnarly. Mm. You know what I mean? So he's still unsure. He yeah, the 250 cl- the 250 class is up <laughs> in the air right now. I guess yeah. with everything going with Geico and freaking gas gas and all that BS. I don't know. That's mm. gnarly. Yeah. It sounds like Pierce has the other spot dialed, like dialed in. Well, yeah, because he was the only one. Deal. Yeah, he was the only one who had a two year D with two year deal mm-hmm. with TLD KTM. Right. So yeah. he's good no matter what Pierce is. And then. Yeah, so right now it's between Hartraft and Drake as to who's going to get that last spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and weekends like this are going to make that really difficult because they're both pretty close. And I think yeah. to A-Ray's point, too, what makes the 250s class so odd, like a guy like Hartraft to get the results that he gets, there's a lot of inconsistency. One moto, RJ Hampshire is in the running for the lead. The next one, you know, he doesn't feel as great. Then he's right. back off. McAdoo, all those dudes, like there's huge swings and results from one moto to the next. 100%, um, yeah. So, yeah, so, like, how he then has to build being consistent these last few is going to be the big statement. Because, yeah, it's between him and Drake. I mean, hell, and Drake's been a podiums. TLD kid. Yeah, I think it would be Hartraft, don't you? I mean, A-Ray? I would think. I would think, um, me personally, personally, I think that he would do well on PC, personally. Yeah. Be- just because, like, they have a lot of, like, I mean, they've had bigger guys. They had March Banks. You know, they had AC last year. They got AC. I mean, AC, he's not small. No. They got his, him yeah. off the gate. Yep. You know, he was he was getting all kinds of starts over there on that Cali. Yeah. So, I think if I think Hartraft would, would gel pretty well with that Cali. And, and he would look, look sick mm-hmm. in that Fox gear. And to talk but. about that, and talking about that TLD deal, like, Drake's really pushing, trying to keep that spot. Like, mm-hmm. he, he dropped everything. Him and his chick went to Florida trying to do everything the team asks. Yeah. You know? One hundred percent. It's yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see who lands where. Yeah, one hundred percent. So you never know. I mean, hell, like, and we don't have that much time either. Like, oh shit, dude. Don and I were talking about this. I was. We're Don and I were talking about this. I wonder how soon you guys are going to be riding when outdoors ends, because this is this is. Oh, I'm taking. I'm taking a week off, and then boom, Supercross. Yeah, Yeah. because you guys, in a normal season, you guys are back riding right now. Yeah. I'm gonna do. Anyway, you're gonna go. You're gonna go that fast, even though there's like no indication yet, and probably no indication for like three or four more weeks of when Supercross is gonna start. Well, okay. I'm gonna take a week off. I'm not gonna go right into Supercross. Okay. So what? I, here's my plan. This is this is a real plan. I don't know how well this is gonna this is gonna go on this podcast because I know my family listens to this. So, Paula, gonna do gonna do Paula. Gonna go home. I'm probably going to pack my shit, me and Taco, and we're probably just going to go to Vegas for about a week, <laughs> okay, because it's his birthday week, you know, and we, you know, do that whole thing. I'm just going to go MIA for about a week, and then I'll come back, and then obviously we'll start training. I mean, we don't, like, 
we don't take time off really like right. of training or anything of like just doing nothing right you know what i mean like we're always doing something like we're going to be working out we're going to be riding our bicycles you know running all that stuff we're going to keep our fitness and everything like that yeah but i mean we may take i don't know i may i may go to, yeah may yeah. take a vacation may go to paris and like do night practice or something like that you know just mm-hmm. hang out hang around you know like because I mean, shit. It's been a long year. It's been crazy. Like, ain't mm-hmm. nobody taking any breaks. I mean, you know. I mean, I was still pounding motos and stuff like during the whole COVID thing. Like, <clears throat> we were all so unsure of what was going on, you know. So I mean, I mean, I'm sure everyone's still already. I mean, we're all pretty tired right now at, at this point. I mean, we'll take a few weeks off, like, but it's not going to be completely off, if right. you know what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, hey. Mm. So uh, Anton, all the off season. Supercrosses are out, right? Yeah. Only one still on is Paris, but oh, wait, like, I thought that got canceled. They didn't announce that it was. No, they they they're really promoting like, hey, look, buy the tickets. If it does get canceled, we'll fully reimburse you. Like, no questions asked. Like, we know that this is a big ask, but they're kind of starting to have sporting events with crowds. Like, they've had a couple MotoGP races with crowds in Italy right now. There's talk of having. I mean, they've had a Tour in MotoGP races. Yeah, Tour de France had huge turnouts in some of those stages, so I don't know. But then as far as, like, who would be allowed to come, maybe only Ferrandis, maybe only Marvin. Like, maybe they make it just, like, an all-French thing, because if you go over there, you have to do a two-week quarantine to fly into Europe. You know what I mean? Like, So it's not like some guy's going to go, okay, I'm going to take two weeks and then just be on quarantine just to go race some race over then, right? Yeah. Like, for that amount, because you're going to miss essentially a whole month of your time yeah. you know because then you come back to the states and you're already two weeks behind and all that yeah but yeah australia the whole supercross series in australia got clipped um geneva's been off for a long time you know we would be going to donations this weekend it's gone Jeez. you know stuff like that like all that stuff is gone which sucks but i think it's going to make people um appreciate what we have a little bit more and then it's going to probably change the calendar in the long run too. Like what events do get to happen? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go back to Millville. Cause I'm, I'm actually working on how was your weekend right now? Jarrett Fry 15th in his first national is pretty impressive. Don't you think? I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not AC level coming out and winning his first ever supercross, but I mean, he's, he did pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's only, I mean, I feel like he's, he hasn't been riding for, too long no you know, yeah like he's coming off that knee months? he's coming off of a knee injury too so that's that's tough in itself yeah and then mm-hmm. uh and then who was the other guy um what did you say jaleek dislocated his shoulder in the first yeah first moto first moto his forks were jacked his up forks broke yeah. yeah his forks were broke yeah yeah gnarly. rough team rough day for the rockstar team yeah like yeah what seriously. happened to styles uh, uh he hit gosh. his head. Oh, he hit his head. Okay. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I don't know where he crashed, but I seen him walking back to the truck. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, Oof. a lot of crashes this weekend. Dude, I, I was gonna say that, like, High now speed. that we're getting so far into it, we are starting to lose a lot of dudes. Yeah, like it's starting to catch up with guys now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's been pretty good for a while. Uh, the field being so deep has kind of hit it a little bit, but like now that Dean's out, that Jason's out, that Ken's out, that Cooper's out, like so many dudes are out right now that it's a little, it's a little hard to say what's going on. A lot of a lot of pressure. Whenever Dino said he was out for the O'Neill riders, bro, let me tell you. Oh, I bet. O'Neill, dude, we're out there. Me, Justin Rodbell, Nick Gaines, uh, 
freaking taco short, all of us out there just trying to dig for O'Neal and trying to enjoy the ride. We're just looking <laughs> top wow. notch out there, bro. I'm telling you, like, we had the sickest setup. We have the sickest setup every weekend in our O'Neal gear, bro. I'm telling you. It's sick. How? I love it. I love it. What did you wear this weekend? Um, so, in practice, okay, so I only had uh, vintage gear with me, but I brought one jersey. It was like a black one. So I wore the uh, the brown and black in practice with like a black jersey because mm-hmm. it was super cold and it was the only one I had that wasn't vintage. And then um, I wore the yellow and blue, which is uh, I think the yellow and blue is actually my favorite. Really? Thus far, yeah. And then I wore that in the first moto, and then second moto I was wearing the red, white, and blue. Nice. Yeah. It's do you amazing. have a gear guy, or do they send it to you, or how does that work? Uh, Mark sends it to me, and if we need anything like gloves and stuff like that, the Kuzo usually has some of it at the at the track. Mm. But for the most part, we're we're pretty well taken care of. Was Kuzo the O'Neill gear guy part time at the races? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you have your own A Ray gloves yet? Uh, I mean, I'm still rocking the the Larocco glove. <laughs> um. I mean, pretty much like the the thin glove that we run is pretty much my spec. Yeah. That that I brought that to the table, baby. That's an A race spec right there. <laughs> I like I got I got two gloves that I wear. I wear the thin ones, and then I wear the Loracos. Okay, I wear them both because they're awesome. The Loracos. I know. I I kind of want like a A race sixty one freaking like glove. You know, like, like Dino's. Yeah. 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 yeah talk kinda, to Daddy Frank about that. Uh, maybe some green ones. That'd be, sick. That'd be sick. That'd be cool. Always have always have green gloves, like you know, like yeah. J Law always wore red gloves. Mm-hmm. Good Does work. Dino Good always work. wear red? Yeah. Yeah, Dino always wears red ones. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So dude. AC one one. Dude. Pretty sick. badass. Yeah. Stoked on that. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. How did he look, Anton? I mean, obviously on, on television he, he looked perfect. He blew my damn goggle strop off whenever he passed me when I was getting lapped. I knew that. <laughs> Damn, but yeah, he looked awesome. Yeah, he looked awesome. I mean, got start and led every lap. He looked good in practice. Got the start in both motos, and he came under pro- under fire from Blake Baggett. And he said, even in the post race interviews, like Baggett's the guy you have to be maybe the most wary of, especially late in the race because you don't know what he's going to do. Like he's gnarly. He has these big charges and stuff. Uh, that was that was huge for Adam, and I I even asked him. I'm like, hey, when you came around to lap Zach in two fifty and four fifty Moto two, like, are you aware of everything going on? He's like, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. So even with that points gap being only fifteen now, he's not thinking title like right. that's so far out of mind for him right now. It's just, hey, let's keep doing this stuff because, like he said, that's the first time he's ever gone one one at a national ever. Mm-hmm. So it's still like little progress, little progress. Even never, going back never to winning two fifty Moto. Nope. Wow. Wow. Jeez. Hey, so, yeah, so do I, you have any insight on his engine package compared to Tomac's? Because Tomac, he can't get a start to save his life. He, him and I, um, are, him and I are on the same boat. He, he was the, right in front of me at first moto. It might be in the wrist, not the engine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Dude, yeah, his, I'm not sure. His starts I know that, are terrible. I know that with Adam, um, it all just kind of boils down to him trying to be more efficient. Mm-hmm. So maybe that the bike is a little detuned which it would be even more surprising for him to be scoring the whole shots he did. I think Adam's just, like, super in the zone right now, and Eli's like, all right, how many more? How many more? Yeah. That's yeah. true, I, yeah, I, because, I, yeah. I think I, I, I understand that a lot of people would think that that's speculation. 
I think after this weekend, Millville being a track that you'd be like, yeah, Eli could open it up. I think it's pretty much proof positive. Hey, man, we're just riding this out because he knows he's out of the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, hey, he had a big month after after Supercross. I mean, dude, he I mean, he finally won the Supercross. He got it off of his shoulders. And then, you know, he's a dad now and everything like that. He's got a lot of stuff going for him. So, I mean, I, I sort of feel that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anton, what? What did Zach or anyone on the team say about him not pulling oh, yeah. in and ignoring the, the team board orders and all that? Said he couldn't see him. Said that um, when he was coming through, they weren't standing in the same place that they were every few times. And mm. also, he was mentally in his head trying to figure out, hey, how long is this going to take for us to get this done? Because the front wheel, like, they've done it a couple times. They've done it in Supercross with him and Jason. Yeah. But that is a lot of parts. You know, it's pinch bolts and axles and brake discs and all that stuff, fork lugs you got to line up. Um, I was walking through the pits during 450 Moto 2, like, getting How Was Your Weekend stuff, and then saw that he was having a problem in CeeLo. Jason's mechanic was helping tear down, like, the team awning structure because just Feeney and Murph and a couple other people went to the race for the 450 class just because they only have one guy mm-hmm. so then midway through when like message goes out like oh man zach's got a problem CeeLo went sprinting through the pit area to get down there to help out with the tire change and then zach just never did it mm-hmm. i think by the time too he maybe even realized where they were it was too late yeah. you know he did what he needed to do and the way it timed out it looked like I, he was going to get that position anyway yeah you know he said he said the tire was folding he doesn't know how it happened. He doesn't know if he hit like a like a square edge hole and it busted it. There was a few big there was, was a few big rocks flat. out there. So what was it? Was yeah, it a flat were, tire? Was it a broken rim? Yeah, was flat it front, flat front. front. Yeah. yeah, he said it was folding. Like it almost came off the beat a couple times. That you know, but once he did figure out how to to figure to see what the tire was going to do and what the limit of it was, his mm-hmm. lap times did drop considerably and yeah. he did maintain. He got saved by getting lapped by Adam, though, because another lap yeah, on that track, like, dude, who knows what happens with the front wheel? Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. How was his mood afterwards? Cool. Zach knows, like, hey, th- it's go time now. Like, there's no more conserving the title. The points lead that he had is gone. <laughs> he has to pretty much haul ass, especially against a guy like Adam that's in the zone right now. And Marvin, that's Marvin had his issues in the second moto, but, you know, Marvin's solid. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um but Adam, Adam's in the position to do really well, and he's not trying to think about it. Zach is in the opposite position where he knows I have to finish in front of this kid if I want to keep my chance at a title alive, and there's three races to do it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I think too, him uh, and Moosecan are going to be good at WW. They've been, they've been there a bunch. They've been riding a, a bunch. Week. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, they live down there in Florida. I don't know how much AC rides there. I mean, obviously, but I know – I've seen some stuff with the Baker guys riding at WW, so yeah. it'd be curious to see how well that does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's going to be hot, too. It's yeah, going to be a culture change. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not going to be too bad, but, I mean, it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. It's like 90, 85, uh, 90, something like that, yeah. yeah. A lot, lot different uh, than Spring Creek. A lot different yeah. than Spring Creek. Like, I came off both motos. Like, I mean, I, I felt like I was working my balls off out there, and mm-hmm. I, I felt pretty good at the end of the race, and mm-hmm. I was – pretty stoked on that but i don't know if that's going to be the case at ww <laughs> <laughs> well hey let's let's uh let's take a quick break we'll be back for more hey what's up guys this is connor erickson but you probably know me best as buttery films temecula t-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross 
Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaTshirtPrinters.com. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Will Hahn, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California, and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota of Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Hey guys, welcome back to the uh, Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Tabor. Um, so Anton, how were the fans there? Were they, uh, were there 5,000 limit, I think? It looked like there was more. Uh, I didn't hear an exact like hard number on a limit, but they were awesome. I mean, were they, they turned out. Was anyone masked up? and? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's the, that's the thing I'll say about Minnesota. Like, I stayed in Rochester. Anybody that knows Rochester knows it's home for the Mayo Clinic, and there was a bunch of 
doctors from around the world that are there. Minnesota is super diverse for mm-hmm. being in the middle of the country. Um, everybody like everybody has their own thing. There was a couple kids I talked to that had masks on. Uh, there were a couple people that didn't. You know, you're out in the middle of cornfield, so you see both sides. I saw like not to get political, but you can just see it both of them. Trump flags one place on one farm, and then Biden flags or signs on another farm right across the street. Like, it's 50-50. There were masks at this one, which I'm surprised by, because there haven't been a lot of masks at other races. Mm-hmm. And then, but fans were badass. How, how about the racers themselves? Are they just throwing them on for the camera? Um, yes and no. Like, It's pretty relaxed Friday, in the pits, I would say. Yeah, but there are a couple people for MX Sports that'll ride through and like kind of get on your ass if you don't have one on. Yeah, like, I won't walk around without it because I know I need to set you know the good example by being the media guy. But uh, yeah, I think everybody's like cool with it. Nobody like flagrantly breaks the rules if they're in their rig or whatever. That's one thing. But once they go out on track, pretty much everybody's got it on. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much now everyone's pretty used to it. I mean, I feel like you know it's not it's feels like the norm now like hey like gotta wear a mask you know yeah yeah it's a big deal and i mean if it's we all know like hey this is what we got to do to go racing could be worse could be not racing right now every other sport every other form of motorsport everybody has masks on like just part for the course right now mm-hmm. hey anton yeah my teammate justin rob bell did you see his mask when he was prepping his gate i did not oh well he had a trump mask i was just saying oh he did yeah he was wearing a trump mask <laughs> Did he buy it from that trailer that was outside of Loretta's? For <laughs> oh my gosh, probably. Who knows? I didn't know how you felt about that. <laughs> oh, I don't give a shit. Like, that's the thing. Like, dude, I don't care. Like, I know yeah, everybody I know. thinks, like, but, like, I don't care, man. Like, we're all motorcycle people. Everybody's cool. Everybody's cool with me. Like, yeah, I've never 100%. had an argument about it. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I was just trying to trigger you right there, bro. <laughs> oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> It'll, it takes much, much worse. And oh, even then, geez. it's just like, eh, eh, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> okay, so Baggett, uh, Baggett kind of turns it on, goes 2-2, right? He's uh, ripping. What, what's his status, Anton? Is he – because, well, we've heard some things about the Rocky Mountain team not being around next year. Does he have one more um, year with them? Does, yeah, is he so end he, up? Has, he has one more year left on his contract, uh, and I think that's where kind of some of this – urgency about trying to get race results in and enjoy it not saying that he's not going to race next year i think that no matter what happens just just to be transparent there has been talk that the rocky mountain ktm team won't be around next year mm-hmm. um it's not been well. at, it's not been as well discussed as the you know jgr is gonna shut down at the end of the year demise that everybody else <laughs> has but that that talk has been out there for quite some time now mm-hmm. even dating back to utah um if it comes back or not next year, we'll see. Uh, I think that that, that so break is the in the most precarious away, position. If the team goes away, though, does Baggett get a different ride, or does he call it? Um, I would – even I've heard that they could even figure out how to put him at KTM. Yeah. Like, we'll just have a third bike here. We need to fulfill this out. He's a good guy that could be there. We'll figure out something to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what KTM does this year, too, because with – the Troy Lee thing's shutting down. They're going to bring a 250 guy in-house. It's just waiting to see who that is for Supercross next year. And is it one guy or is it two guys? Do they bring, bring Blake in because they're going to have Cooper and Marvin still? Like, That's another big wild card that still needs to be determined in these next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Baggett, though, um, he kind of had like a wrist or a thumb injury or something like that Like earlier in the year. He's got that figured out. 
they've been testing his hand on the bars again not again i guess (laughs) he has navarro helping him so it's none of the crazy like we're going to make a carbon fiber thumb attachment or any of that yeah um but they've been working on some stuff and his mechanic austin even told me like yeah when we're testing now we're not just testing two lap sprints to see how it feels like if you're going to test a part go out there and do a full 30 minute moto on there and see how it is the full duration how it feels and one part of the race might feel different later on and so they've done a little couple little things to get blake more comfortable on the bike and he's confident right now uh he rode with roxon last week too uh ken came down to the house and just put in just a couple laps just to hang out so he's got some people to ride with too i guess he hasn't been riding with alden's guys as much just because the schedule has been so wishy-washy um but yeah he's just he's doing good i think that he's going to be a big factor too but it's too little too late to be a title guy mm-hmm. yeah okay third place justin barsha yeah didn't even know he got on the podium kind of yeah. average yeah you know five four but in bigger news i mean i i had heard late last week that yeah the yamaha letter of intent was net and he had called troy and is signed on but it was i was told it was super hush hush secret and yeah <laughs> wasn't going to say anything about it Maybe talk about it as a rumor today, but then MXA drops bomb with a photoshopped yeah. gas gas today. Was that word going around the pits last weekend? Yeah. Uh, on Friday, mm-hmm. well, th- this plays into the Nate Thrasher thing, too, uh, which we didn't really talk about. Nate was going to make use of that 250 A-class. You know, amateur kids can race a national rule and score X amount of points. Mm-hmm. Um, but then with this whole gas gas reshuffle, there's some contract stuff going around where all of those guys with those amateur deals might not have a deal next year. Right. So they announced that he's going to ride. I guess Star then starts talking to him. This is what I was told over the weekend by a couple people. Uh, he then went and told Troy Lee. They got, those guys found out about it, and they're like, well, if that's the case, then you're not going to ride this weekend. So <laughs> Thrasher going to Yamaha, um, then Barsha going to Gas Gas are kind of intertwined a bit. But then this has a big knock-on effect for Yamaha, too, because they need to figure out what's going to happen for a third bike. You know, for a while, it sounded like Dylan, Plessinger, and Ferranda. Yeah, yeah but, Dylan. but the thing is, do they need three guys? Because they're going to have so many 250 guys, it sounds yeah. like. And it well, seems like a if, two-man team has been the norm. Right. Yeah, it sounded like they were going to have to do this just because of how many contracts and current agreements were available. But then with the Barsha, hey, he's back at gas gas thing. I even asked him about it for how was your weekend. I'm like, hey, I know you're not going to say it, but... Sounds like things are pretty good for you right now. And he's like, yep, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be him on the 450, and it sounds like they came back with more money, Gas Gas did. And Yamaha's like, yeah, you're good. Go do what you got to do. Wow. So do you think there's going to be two Yamaha guys? Or, is there, I mean, they're going to get three? What about uh, Tick there? Tick or Malcolm? Because there had been a lot of talk about Malcolm being on a Star 450 just for Supercross, and then Christian would get on it for right. outdoors. But I haven't, I haven't heard too much more as far as how that's going to go. And then for Tickle at Redbud too, he wanted to be a third guy potentially because, and that goes, you know, that's two weeks ago, and that's when they thought Barsha was going back. So right. that whole spot's been back and forth on who's going to do what. What about Shane? He's got no. Uh, he's right. still no. He's got to find out in the next maybe two weeks what they're going to do <laughs> for two fifty class. The, erase the points or not? Oh, yeah, he'll know in the next few weeks. What, but what they haven't heard th- anything else. Dude. What are you guys' thoughts about that? Like, like erasing the points just because it's a COVID season? That's lame. I, I'm against it. Points count. Points count. Finishes count. If you, anything, this series, this season was 
more difficult than normal. So I don't know why you would take that away from them and not count it. Yeah, what if you wear a mask? The points don't count. What do you think? I mean, I don't know. Keep them in the 250 class. I don't care. You know? Yeah. I, that's one point, more guy I ain't got to worry about. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. There's some, yeah. Hey, there's, a, there's enough. Okay? <laughs> yeah. There's enough. You know, well, they've, shit. they've changed the rule for dumber shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, okay, if they do this, this is the problem that MXGP has right now where they kept advancing guys into the 20, like 23 and out of MX2. Yeah. You get too many guys and then there's no rides in the 450 class and then guys you kind of have depraved the talent. Because, dude, there's a lot of guys that are going to be without a ride just in the 250 class in the next few weeks, depending yeah. on how this Geico thing goes, how this KTM thing goes, how the Star Deal goes, what JGR does. Like, it's getting ready to get very tense and very interesting on who has support for 21 and who doesn't. I don't know. Bobby Reagan, he's just he's got dude, everybody that's in what the I'm fucking saying. field. Everyone signing. Everybody on a Yamaha. Let's dude. just do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like, holy shit. <laughs> he's going to have, like, from 1 to 10 off the start every every race. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, they're signing amateur kids. Or so, I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's everything. Crazy. All of it. It's a lot of bikes. I'm surprised they don't have that Kenyon Rin- uh, Richards or whatever kid on a 65 riding for Star yet. <laughs> Jeez. So many dudes. Yeah. I mean, like, where where do they find budget for all this? I don't know. Because like, Don and I just talked to another – or I talked to another guy a couple of days ago that's in talks with them too. Like, is it is it one car dealership and then Monster? I don't know. And Yamaha? Mm-hmm. Like, like – Jeez, Louise, man. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm sure that the funding, too, with Yamaha taking stuff out of in-house, like, I'm sure that that's going to be a nice, a much bigger support check for 21 and beyond. Yeah. You know? And then, like, who knows, though, but then do they become one of those amateur powerhouses like KTM did where they just had this massive list of, and, and Cowie, and then they only have a handful of spots to put these kids in yeah. later down the road. Like, these B-class kids that are all signed to Yamaha, and then where do they go when it's time to go pro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think too that that's that's where Cycle Trader came in um, mm-hmm. or Rock River, but I don't know what uh, the future holds for that team as well. You know what I mean? Like I hope to I hope we don't lose them either, but uh, they need a title sponsor as well. You know, speaking of they have sponsors, needed one. Yeah, what uh is there any updates on Geico, Anton? Uh, we're getting kind of to the wire. Uh, I had heard some stuff over the weekend, like hey. They need X amount. It's a very big number. It's in the millions to oh, keep God. going. Um, but not all hope is lost. They're they're hopeful that some things will go on. But like we said before, like there will still be Honda bikes on the track, factory supported 250s, regardless. In 21, it's just a, figuring out who it's going to be. Obviously, Jet is the number one pick, and then it's figuring out who goes on from there, who fills the other spot mm-hmm. of how many Honda has. Uh, J-Mart is riding for his career right now. I mean, yeah. as impressive as this championship's going to be, how this pretty much plays out is going to determine what happens with him in 21 and going forward. You know, he could be one of the best guys with not a concrete future. Wow. But somebody will sign him. Somebody will do something somewhere. No one knows where, you know, and that's pretty unre- That's unbelievable to think three races left in the season. Mm. Does only one Lawrence brother get signed for 21? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know because... <laughs> Hunter's riding way better. Yeah, Hunter's he is. riding like to his closer to his potential after being hurt earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, I mean that was a great great second moto. First moto was good. He was running seventh on the last lap. Like he's getting back. He's crushing it. Do you think and also too, like, do you think that 
possibly Japan will find budget for Shimoda? Oh yes. Okay. Oh, yes. That that Heck was my yeah. question. Thank I'm God. I'm I'm yeah. And Joe is good. Like I know he is. He's getting better, and he his honestly better. his supercross skills yeah. are really good. Uh-huh. They're really good. Like his technique, his form, all that. Like he did pretty well in supercross. So mm-hmm. Honda Honda has a, a tendency to do this. Uh, they did it with Narita. Uh, they did it with Tamita. Brought Tamita here so God, he could Tamita learn to be better. Solid. In the Japanese nationals, uh, Takanekagami and MotoGP. They have Moto Two kids that they all funnel out. Like. Trust me, Honda will find a way to make sure that that kid doesn't just like get pushed by the wayside. Sweet, that's awesome. That's how I got here. Yeah. That's <laughs> <what I> heard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so away from racing, uh, last week we got to ride the 2021 Honda CR 450 for the first time in Glen Helen. Uh, I heard that you rode one also. How did you, how did you ride one, anyway? Uh, well, I just seen Kiefer at uh, State Fair on uh-huh. Thursday. He's like, hey. You want to take this thing for a few laps? I was like, uh, yeah, sure, I'll try it. So uh, I went out and tried it. The thing corners really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got uh, rid of a lot of the rigidity. Still a bit twitchy, um, but uh, the stock form suspension um, was yes, way too soft. I think um, even for even for the average consumer, I feel mm-hmm. like a bit soft. And um, I didn't really like the stop mapping. I mean, obviously, you can... You get the blubbering down low? Yeah, the blubbering yeah. down low, and just, like, sort of, I don't know, the, the tuning on the stock stock map, I didn't really gel with. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it felt great. It felt like a Honda, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Great cornering, same power that they've always had, like, the same feel, nice cockpit. Um, but, yeah, just maybe a little bit on the soft side. Yeah, what do you think? I, I think that it needs springs, because, I mean... yeah. Because adjusting the clickers in just makes it harsh. One hundred percent. If like, like say like you're coming into a corner, mm-hmm. like the thing, it would just like dive. Yeah. And then it was so far down in the stroke, you were just Super in harsh. the harsh yeah. shit right there. Just yeah. <laughs> so, um, but all around, it's a Honda. You know, it's going to be a great bike. I think um, they got rid of a lot of that rigidity. It's definitely better in the right direction. I mean, obviously, most consumers are going to get their suspension done. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that they called SGB Racing, Maxis, Babbitt's, Kawasaki's, Jason, you know, and, <laughs> you know, maybe get some Jason coding. Butsky. Coding, yes. make it look pretty. Yeah, of course, yeah. you know. You know, I don't know. I think they should call all that Ross guy at Enzo. Ooh. I don't know. You know. Maybe can they can each of them do a fork? No, no. Jason could code it. <laughs> Ross could valve it. There we go. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. So what else did you ride that day? Um, I also rode my Cowie yep. 2021. Um, which I love, um, and I rode a Yamaha as well. Mm-hmm. Was 21. it a 21 Yamaha? Yes. Yeah, what would you think of that? Uh, that bike's perfect. Yeah. They don't need to change it. That bike's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that that bike is perfect. They do not need to change it. Yeah, we have our uh, we have our 2021 shootout tomorrow. Mm. Now, me, personally, it goes, th- this is A-Race lineup, okay? Yeah. It goes Yamaha, Kawasaki, Everything else. No, I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yamaha, Kawasaki, maybe Honda, and then KTM, and then Husky, and all the others. Yeah. Are you putting the Suzuki in your No, because there's out? still no word when that thing's coming out. Like, the announcement of the bike and this new graphics came out, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, uh-huh. yeah. But in speaking to my two people I have connections with at Suzuki, I'm like, hey, when's it coming out? One doesn't know, and the other says, go ahead with your shootout. You know, so yeah, Jeez. we're running a five bike shootout tomorrow. Should be interesting. 
Maybe they're when limited do, on shrouds right now. When do gas gas get, get here? Uh, I don't know. There's uh, a uh, Zoom call tomorrow uh, that Anton's going to be on. They're probably going to announce the bike and announce Justin Barsha. Mm-hmm. Okay, so about that, uh, that Barsha just like within the last 20 minutes posted on Instagram and said, obviously, I would like to address all the chatter on the internet today. Some things that have been said are completely not true. I've been working oh. very closely with Yamaha and Star Racing and have absolutely nothing but good things to say about them. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I mean. Motocross yeah. action just stirring the fucking pot yeah. today, yeah. dude. That was cool. That was so I feel like they do this cool. every year. Dude. I mean, the, the second, you know, respect to him. You know. That's I, part of it. That's part of being the news. That yeah. True, you know? 100%. So then do, do you think that uh, Barsha is not announced tomorrow and out of respect they wait till the end of the season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I, I'm, like, thinking that he would announce it tomorrow, but I could see them waiting and maybe just letting the bikes be the statement for right now just mm-hmm. because this thing's going to be huge, you yeah. know. I wonder how many they're even going to bring in. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, how, how many different frames do they paint over in Austria? Yeah. You know, how many d- other sets of graphics do they print? Like, what's what's that going to be? I think that might be the most interesting thing. Like, the racing stuff is cool. Let's see the dealer network that they put together through mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah. Because, yeah. hey, this, sounds, this is a big deal to them. Yeah. Just, like, I understand that a lot of people think it's just, like, another, hey, KTM's out there trying to get bigger. They've done some serious, like research on how they could make the biggest splash into this as far as even trying to move riders around within their own company and other things that just didn't materialize until now well i wonder who's even going to have the bikes dealership wise because obviously aeo is probably going to have them but if you think about it like there's still ktm dealerships that don't sell huskies yeah and that's a that's a reasonable thing too because you want to make it look a little bit different so it doesn't look like it's just so watered down make it like a a cool one-off deal Mm mm-hmm because KTM last week and Husky announced another uh, a whole another off-road bike. Like they're making that segment bigger and a lot of its stuff is the same, but they try to make it a little bit unique to where it's not just same bike different color plastics. Yeah. So I I've heard a couple things like rumor-wise like with the gas gas they're going to try to make it like a uh, off the dealership floor like a more affordable 450 mm. okay. with maybe like lower quality suspension or less expensive suspension components i don't know i I heard that rumor have you heard anything like that anton no i i did hear like a couple things but i don't know what else you would do because that seems like it would almost be more expensive on the company itself because it's one thing to have all that stuff like you already have your your hydraulic components and all that stuff you have it ordered they're one-to-one um but yeah, I could I could see them doing that, and there has been a big need for a lower entry level bike instead of another ten thousand dollar dirt bike. Ooh, yeah. yeah, you know what they could do to differentiate it from the KTM and the Husky? That would be sick. Spring forks. Spring forks. That would be awesome. The yeah, silver wheels are huge. sick, bro. Silver wheels are sick. Yeah. Silver wheels are sick. It's funny how things go in circles like that because silver mm-hmm. silver wheels were gay. Were lame, like 09 like or something. Yeah. A few years ago, right? And yeah. Now, yeah. What's next? Gold wheels? I hope not. Maybe. Do you remember yeah. when Bogle ran those gold wheels, though? That was badass for yeah. our <laughs> That was tight. You know, if there was gold wheels on the gas gas, it would look like a Cannondale. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That would not be good. No. No. That's how you end that brand. <laughs> That's how you end it. Oh, geez. Yeah, man. So, uh, so let's see. Last, uh, what did we do that we know. couldn't leave? 
on oh, Wednesday. Oh, we had the Honda intro, oh, and yeah, then we so had to pin it. The Honda intro was Thursday. Or was it Wednesday? Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Yeah. And then Chase and I and our buddy Steve, after we got in the van and pinned it, and we stopped in Mesquite, spent the night in this lovely uh, Casablanca resort. Casablanca. And then uh, we went out to uh, Moab, Utah, to join Jeremy McGrath at the uh, – BFE Bash. The area BFE. Area BFE Beatdown. Beat BFE Beatdown round of the Ultra 4 Nationals, right? Boom, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got to spend some time with MC driving his uh, KRX 1000 Terex around the mountains yep. over mm-hmm. the rocks. And, uh, dude, that was a pretty cool experience, I thought. I had a good time riding cool. shotgun in his car. Your ad guy and your video guy were shitting their pants in a stock one. Yeah. Trying to do the same thing. <laughs> getting yeah. stuck everywhere. Yeah, so Anton, uh, <laughs> Jeremy took me in his race car. Derek Natvig drove the backup car that's set up almost identically, and Steve Emter jumped in that one. And then Donnie and Chase took a bone stock yeah. owner from Cowie, which actually oh, wasn't no. that different. It just had 20, 21-inch uh, tires. No, so so the, the race cars 21. have 35 Stock yeah. comes 31, yeah, but the 30. biggest saying, guys, is harnesses versus little bucket thin straps. Yeah, and then a cage. You had like car seatbelts, right? Yeah, we could. We you guys were just stuck there, and Donnie and I are getting faces onto the dash. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. How are those Maxxis tires hooking up over there, dude? Those 35 inch Rockzillas go up anything. That's gnarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. And they don't chunk either. It's crazy. And then they have these knob these knobs on the sidewalls. Really? Yeah, just they climb up anything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Gnarly. It's pretty good. Heck yeah. But uh yeah, we did that. We got to go mountain biking at Slick Rock Trail in Moab. Would you get all drunk too? Like <laughs> <laughs> So last year Chase and I joined McGrath and Whistler. I yeah, I remember that. I remember the And we did the tequila podcast. Yeah. The live podcast. And so uh, Jeremy and I were talking about doing another one this year, you know, where we held our Instagram live and took mm-hmm. questions. And that was funny, bro. The, the problem with this one is that Jeremy started pre-gaming yeah. at the swimming pool. He snuck a ball <laughs> of Patron. Four or five hours before. <laughs> he snuck a ball of Patron in his beach towel and was feeding his shots before we even went up. We had six start. or seven shots. We were at like... Maybe maybe five shots before you guys even push record. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go upstairs and we start the podcast. And then I was, I don't know, I don't remember a whole lot of it. I guess it was a funny yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. But uh, it was definitely, I was getting some DMs the next day and texts from people that had watched it. And uh, yeah, Scrub Daddy said I had the track State Fair blowing up on. Uh, Saturday morning, people talking about it. Oh, jeez. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, at yeah. one point, uh, Jeremy's wife texted and said, pull the plug. <laughs> pull the plug. <laughs> dumbass. So, <laughs> so we stopped at, what was it, like an hour? It was about an hour. We went about an hour. Um, and then Chase says, I, I turned the recorder <laughs> off and I sat on the ground. He I just never, sat on the ground. <laughs> I never sit on the ground because it hurts my knees to get up. Right? Yeah. He said I sat on the ground and was just sitting there. And then the next thing I'm like, Open the door. No, you just look at me and you're just staring at me, and I'm like, yeah, and you're just like, oh, open the door, <laughs> open the door. <laughs> you just start army crawling across the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't remember much. I just remember waking up at one thirty, wrapped in a comforter like a burrito on the patio outside. <laughs> the side of the patio is all wet next to me. And I'm oh. Like, oh man. Oh jeez. So, so I guess I was throwing up on the guests on the first floor. <laughs> 
At least you didn't pee on them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that podcast is ever going to go public because uh, Jeremy, Jeremy's like, hey, we better, we better listen to that. <laughs> yeah, we, we better, better listen to it before that. we publish it. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I, I guess losing good sense once a year is okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, anything else, guys? Or are we wrapping this up? Hey, man. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, so I'm glad everybody had a good weekend. WW Ranch, bro. It was a good weekend. ARA, again, the offer still stands. Good. Because 100 bucks a point that you score by the end of the season. It, you know, and if you have zero going into Fox Raceway, we may, like, double it. Don't tell me that. Like, yeah, let's, just, let's just score points. Let's score just score points. some yeah. damn points. Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. I know it. I'm ready to go now. I just needed I just needed one weekend where I just got through everything safe, did my own thing, like, raced. Now I, like, I mean, dude, like, I, I haven't really raced the whole outdoor season. You know, I've just been sitting there, like, watching and yeah. just seeing, you know, and just having all these issues. And it's tough to not lose, like, your confidence. Like, you, like I don't I didn't even know where I was, like. I was, yeah. you know, like, like I'm still stressing on like making the motos and shit. Like, I'm not even stressing on freaking, like, I don't know. I've just got into this funk to where I just lost all confidence, and I and this weekend sort of helped that. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm climbing back up. I was I was in a deep, dark, very emo place, bro. <laughs> very, <laughs> very fucking emo. Like listening to Green Day and like thinking about dyeing my hair black and wearing like, all black in the first practice. Yeah, I like wearing the eyeliner and shit. Like painting my nails black. Like I was full on emo, dark place. Oh, dark that's place. Not, that's not good. Yeah, so I'm climbing my way out. Just give me a few weeks. All right. <laughs> oh, if you guys have a youngin, mini major this weekend. Yeah, the uh, fifth annual. 7MX Mini Major is going down at State Fair MX. Thursday is move-in day for those of you that are camping. No. Wednesday's move-in day. Thursday's Thursday's practice. practice. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, motos. Three-moto format. Pretty good race. I think, what, we have 580 pre-entries. So that's huge. So there's going to be a lot of post-entries because most people are lazy. Yeah. So I would suggest if you're coming out, Go to SwapMotoRaceSeries.com, pre-register so you don't have to stand the giant line. Mm. And then also, I just went to Temecula T-Shirt Printers this morning. Temecula T-Shirt Company. Yeah, buy some merch, bro. Picked up a very limited run of kids' tees that are going to be for sale at the Mini Major, but also on our website right now. So uh, hit the merch tab on SwapMotoLive.com and check it out. We have uh, Vincent and Donovan Way modeling them for us. Heck yeah. But uh, anyway, also check out, uh, what is it? What? Your t-shirts. Oh, DedicatedRideCo.com. DedicatedRideCo.com. Use A-Ray code. A-Ray61. A-Ray61, yeah. For how much percent off? 61% think, off? No, no, not that much. 15, no. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think something like that. Off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, just if you're surfing on the web, you know, just get some merch, whether it be Swap Moto Live, DedicatedRideCo.com, you know, yeah. whatever it is, just buy it. Yeah, yeah, you can't go into the Nordstroms and buy clothes. You might as yeah. well buy online, right? Buy two. Make it a little crop top. Put it on your wife. And then take a photo, <laughs> send it in, and we'll post it on our Instagram feed. Yeah. Oh. And also, too, speaking of your wife, or not, <laughs> if you don't have a wife or anything like that, and you just want to come watch some awesome racing with some kids, come to the freaking major. Air, was Mini it? Major. Mini major. Because yeah. there's going to be some hot moms there. Oh, oh yeah. Hot yeah. moms. Yeah. 
They were I already they were it. already lurking on Thursday at State Fair. Whenever I was there, yeah, all the I mini still kids. Say, Holy no one's shit! Mad enough to do it. I say we have a Moto Milf surrender zone, dude. I have them come take their, get their pictures. What we can do like a pageant. <laughs> Miss Mini Major. <laughs> oh my god, Miss Mini Major. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I might oh. skip WW just to come just to come <laughs> for that. Yeah, catch that first flight back. One hundred percent. Oh man. Oh, also, in commercial break, you heard a. Uh, commercial from WUSA. I need to re-edit that commercial, but if you mention Swap Moto Live, you get a 15% discount on your wheels or that's chains big. or sprockets. Or that is awesome. That's, a that's big, the best yeah. place to get anything wheel-related. I guarantee it. Plus mm. the coolest tire iron slash axle wrench. So, mm. Anyway, thanks for listening this week. We'll talk to you guys after WW and the Mini Major. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.